The following may contain language that is not suitable for all audiences. Recording, bro. Oh my! Oh my! <clears throat> oh my! Well, I don't know what to say now. I feel like uh, I feel like I'm under pressure. You are. I guess you need to stop. What are you doing? It's time. <laughs> Wait on. I know, I know you had something in mind to talk about. Anyway, I think we should talk well, about really. that. I think we should talk about that. But before we talk about that, I'm going to rant a little bit about something that really has been bugging me lately. Okay. So it's going to be a grind my gears episode. No, don't even, don't even like put me in the same category as that fucker. So you're supposed to be an adult when you're 18. Okay. However. California penal, you can be in a youth facility like minors for for, my, for people that are under 18 mm-hmm. until you're 25. Huh? You can be included on your parents' insurance like just like you're a minor until you're 25. You can't drink until you're 21. In California, you can't smoke until you're 21. And you can't even buy certain things. Like, like there are some states who are like, oh, you can't have flavored tobacco because you have know, cut the children. Okay, fine. So... If you can't do any of the, so essentially all they want you to do is vote and join the military. So what they're saying is, uh, the you know the folks thinking that they're pulling the strings. What they're saying is, get your ass blown off in some foreign country, and uh, you know, and for us. and and ensure that I keep my power. So I'm like, you know what? I say raise the voting age. I say I say raise everything until you're not an adult till you're 21. Fuck till you're 25. Well, that you doesn't. Isn't the body still, like, things are still developing until you're 25? I don't know what that has to do with anything. I'm just saying there needs to be some consistency. Yeah. In the treatment of people. Am I an adult? Well, I'm way past 21 and 2018 and all that shit. But I'm just like, look, am I an adult or not when I turn 18? If I'm not, then don't sit there and say you should vote. Right? You're, You're mature enough to vote, but you're not mature enough to make any fucking decision whatsoever about your life. Except for to get my ass blown off in a foreign country. That's pretty odd. That's bullshit is what it is. So, if you're an adult at 18, make everything 18. If not, then raise everything up to 21. There are, there are shitloads of people that would be shitting bricks in their fucking panties uh, if, if all that junk got raised to 21. Like, you can't join the military until you're 21. Fucking military would be decimated. Hmm. Because that's another three years. Yeah. I wonder what it is in other countries. In other countries, you just get drafted. At 18, probably. Well, you're eligible mm-hmm. at 18. Like in, in, in Korea, I think you can defer a little bit. Has it always been 18 for voting in the military? It probably has, right? In, for a long time. In the United States? Yeah. Yeah. So you don't need anybody's... Once you're 18, you can fucking sign the paperwork. You're supposed to be an adult when you're 18. 
I say if you're going to be considered an adult at 18, you should be treated like one. And, you know, I know people are going to say stuff like, no, you know, kids today or people, there's not enough, they're not prepared, whatever. I'm going to say that is a first world problem. <laughs> Your parents too helicopterish or overprotective to, you know, let you kind of learn. Yeah. And easy for me to say after I finished, but, you know, I... I'm well aware that the fact that I'm sitting here right now at the age I'm at is a bona fide miracle. Several bona fide miracles, in right. fact. Yes. But anyway, so that, that's my little that's my little beef. I just I don't like the I don't like the inconsistency of it. You know, you're either an adult or you're not. Don't sit there and try to get whatever it is you're getting from me. There are a lot of benefits that come with, with being an adult, but there's shit tons of burdens. Right. That is weird, the insurance thing, until you're 25, and, like, what was the other thing you said? Well, California Penal, you can you, oh, yeah, you consider, you can be considered a quote-unquote youth offender and stay there until you're 25. That's fucked up. You're neither an adult or you're not. And this whole sliding scale bullshit of stuff is really, it, it's been getting on my nerves. Actually, got on my nerves ever since I was in college. Because I went to a college that didn't grade on an absolute scale. What did they grade on? It's a curve. There are always going to be. There's always going to be a deviation, a standard a bell curve type type thing. There's always going to be A's. There's always going to be F's. I'm the type of person who's like, look, tell me what I got to get. Right. Yeah, it depends on None who of this you're. Bullshit. It depends on who your peers are. It's like the Academy Awards. Yeah, let's just vote. There shouldn't. I don't think that there should be a best picture every year. Oh, you mean if there's if it's a shit year, there's no best picture? Yeah. Oddly enough, I don't think. Well, no, there's going to be a best picture because there's going to have they're going to have movies. They've already had movies that were released this year, so it might be a super I short. It was award. done when they went up to ten. I, 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 you know, it could be a super short award season, but <laughs> even calling a season, it, it, all this junk is just maybe it's the heat. <sighs> this is hot in here. Anyway, so yeah, that was my thing about it. I just, I didn't like, I don't like that. I'm trying to think what it is in New Zealand. I think it's all over the board in New Zealand as well. See, that's bullshit too. You're either an adult or you're not. Oh, okay, so. Because it was, it was drinking age 18, most things 18, but then they changed the drinking age to 16. But other shit is still, like, later. Okay, so they went kind of different from where I'm thinking. So... You can get drunk. Why wouldn't they just change it to 16 as an adult? For everything? I don't know. I mean, you know, the uh, the uh, the secular religious people would love that. Everything at 16? Yeah. Including Why? voting? Why? Because then they could... Dude, as a 16-year-old, you are pretty much... I just mold the young minds. You're just pretty... You're, you're pretty much enamored with everything secular religious. Like... You know what I mean by secular religious. Yeah. So, hell, I was like that until I was like 22. No, 26, really. Yeah. I was I was all in for like, you know, doing my part. I felt like that damn horse in the animal farm. Oh, we can talk about animal, animal farm. You just, you just, um. I just listened to it. Uh, again. Yeah, re, uh, reacquainted so myself which, to it. Which scenes did you forget about? 
I forgot about uh, the one pig snowball. Okay. Uh, snowball ended up becoming the number one pig, right? No, that was, that was Napoleon. Oh. Oh, Snowball's to Snowball question stuff? Yeah, those two would always fight the Snowball ended up just kind of running away or something. Right. And you probably forgot some of the stuff about the horse. Oh, I forgot all about the horse. What was the horse's name again? Uh, Benjamin, maybe? I don't know. Um, I always thought, felt sorry for the horse. Works himself to death. <clears> oh. <throat> uh, In the name of loyalty for the party. Yeah. What well, isn't work himself to death? He works himself to like he was like severely hurt. And it was it like it was it was when he was supposed to retire, right? Or right. That they just and retirement is death. Well, they 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 yeah they sold him to a they sold him to a glue company. But the the funny thing about Animal Farm, funny thing about all those kind of regimes. They can't be the only game in town. Communist country will not survive if all countries are communists. Because they have to have a host. Yeah. Every parasite needs a host. Right. Authoritarian authoritarian dictatorships cannot survive if everybody is an authoritarian dictatorship of one form or another. And you were saying also, like, if you just keep on starving the masses, then the people at the top, there's not going to be... They're not going to have anything. There's nothing to divvy up, right? I don't know how long it's going to last, right? Right. But I don't... As propped up as as the Soviet Union was, it only lasted really for 70 years. It's pretty short. When you think about other, other forms of government, like the United States, for example. The United States only lasted about 100. But still here. It's not really the United States anymore. Well, you know what? No, I don't know. We, as a... As the a, experiment is still continuing. As a bona fide superpower. Even then, right? Because after the Second World War, it was like, what, 20, maybe 30 years before everybody else started catching up again? I don't know that everybody has... Why have people caught up? I mean, I guess some countries have caught up. Pretty much all of them have caught up. All the ones that are that are, that are players on the board have caught up. But you wanted to talk about something that was. Uh, oh, I just wanted to talk because I've been, I've been watching. You know, every every time a sports tournament comes along, I say I'm gonna watch, not going to watch it, and then I watch it. So I've been watching the Women's World Cup. Yeah, for someone who who claims to hate sports, you certainly do watch yeah, a lot yeah. of sports. And I've been enjoying like the soccer that's being played. It's been pretty enjoyable but one of the things that I guess it's like the messaging around the World Cup is you know oh well you know when I was when I was coming up there was no one for me to look up to right and now I, now that I'm retiring there was this woman Marta she's like the captain of the Brazilian team when they got put out she was like making some statements in front of the press saying you know now I'm that, you know, like not just me, but other other women, you know, they can, young girls can look up and see, right, see me, see that there's like women's soccer. And I'm like, well, do you have to have that? You know, that, that's, that's kind of something that's kind of pushed a lot is, oh, you have to be able to see this person or that person, the person that looks like you or the person that's like you in order to know that you can achieve 
and do these things. And I'm like, do you? So she succeeded in being the bumper sticker. Uh, Be the change that you envision. I don't know. Right, she's saying I didn't have anyone to look up to when I was young, but now... Well, she probably looked up to some of Brazilian men's soccer players, I would think. Yeah, but they didn't look like her. Right. They weren't her. Well, they weren't a her. But, but I'm like, so how did people, like historically, how did anyone who was ever like minority when there was nobody, right? How did they, how did they pull themselves up? Well, historically, stuff. historically, and even in a lot of places today, if you're a, if you're a minority, you're pretty much hating life. But there were still people that made it, though. And they didn't have anybody to say, oh, well, like, like you know, like, like uh, 42, what's his name? Jackie Robinson? Yeah. There was no one before Jackie Robinson. In, in the, the, in the, uh, in the, in the major, major leagues? leagues? Yeah. Nope. Well, there were, but they... They were never, like, out. They were closeted black people. Okay. Not out front and center. Like, one guy said he was an Indian, I think. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, so like, how did those people succeed without there being a, somebody for them to, to look at and say, well, this if this person can do it, I can do it? I don't know, but my, you know where my mind went on that one? What's that? You know, before Jackie Robinson being in baseball being a professional athlete was pretty shitty right <laughs> even during Jackie Robinson's era mm-hmm. uh, well no I, I guess right like 40s 50s DiMaggio well, it's not like now DiMaggio lived in a well I don't see anybody I don't know anybody any baseball player able to live in a hotel room mm-hmm. for an entire season Joe DiMaggio did uh, Mickey Matt yeah DiMaggio I think they used to live in a hotel damn uh, what's his face? Um, Andrew Carnegie, uh, pretty much rented out an entire floor of the Waldorf Astoria. Of course, he was one of the richest men in the United States, but you know, back in the olden days, I mean, a whole hotel floor <laughs> for a, for years. That's crazy. I've only heard of somebody doing that. And it was like, uh, back you think in the he, 80s. he was able to order off the menu? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think he probably was. Uh, um, but yeah, but, but, but that's, that's kind of the, that's the messaging, right? That's the, oh, well, you know, you have to have this, you have to have that so that, you know, so that the kids that are, that are coming up can see that it's, that it can be done, that it can be achieved. And I'm like, well, that's, that's assuming quite a few things, isn't it? Well, not only that, it's, it's incredibly superficial the way that the, a lot of the messaging and a lot of the propaganda is, is aimed at these days, it's incredibly superficial. Which makes me wonder, right? Are we all interchangeable people just based on the way we look? And if that's the case, then why does anybody that's sitting or doing anything that they're doing now, why do we need them? We can just get someone else that looks just like them and everything should be the same. So you think that the message is that we're all interchangeable? Well, if it's based on looks. Right. Or sex or whatever. Right. If, if it's based on, right. on exterior on exterior yeah. characteristics, then aren't we interchangeable? Every white dude's the same as any other white dude. Every black dude's the same as every other black dude. And so on and so forth. Like that frickin' uh, 
shampoo commercial. Hair sh- that that freaking shampoo commercial that I can't get out of my mind. That tell two friends and that tell yeah, two since, friends since and so on and yeah, so on yeah. and so on. It's Pantene, bro. Whatever it is, I saw it in the late seventies and I can't get it out of my brain. It's like an earworm. I don't think the New Zealand version of that commercial made it to New Zealand till much later. Till the eighties, nineties, <laughs> maybe nineties. You didn't see it till two thousand. Yeah, it was like nineties or early two thousand. I remember. I remember the commercial, but it was like the Kiwi accent, right? <laughs> And they tell two friends, and they tell two friends, and so on, and so on, and so on. But yeah, I mean, that was the that was the thing. And then, and then, what was the other thing that I kept on telling you? Oh yeah, if everything's based on your intelligence and your abilities, the way people who have succeeded like to say mm-hmm. it is, then I have no need for friends or family, and no one else should. If everything would, would be based on your your abilities. Oh no 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 no. Then you don't. Then there's no. Then there's no reason to have any special relationship with anyone. Well, see, people are going to say that everything should be based on, you know, their abilities until meet a break. Until they meet a situation like, you know, oh, if if you know if we were just judging on grades, seventy percent of the class or eighty percent of the class would be Asian. Oh yeah, about like college acceptance mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. See, but but I th- I think that statement about things should be based on my abilities mm-hmm. uh, is really just that. I think it's part of that incredible human desire for security. Because it's, because you want to you want to think that if you achieve something that was achieved because of something that was in your control mm-hmm. that you could do, then there's nothing that anyone can you can't. You can't, that can't be taken away. But you see, Dave, there's also these other non-tangible factors. <sighs> yeah, like who your mom is having an affair with. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Huh? What's, what are you referring to? Intangible factors. Oh, right. Forrest Gump's mom oh, bossed right, right. yeah, yeah, the yeah. principal to get e- 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 <laughs> That's actually a pretty funny scene. Um... um well, I think it's funny how in the '80s those two were in a movie and they were each other's love interest. Yeah, it was what they were like stand-up comedians or something. Well, he was a stand-up comedian and she was like a housewife that wanted to be a stand-up comedian. Okay, I never saw the movie. What was it called? Punchline. That's right. Yeah, it's that's kind of weird. Like, what the fuck is up with Hollywood? It does that. Well, you there's know. a small. It's a small pool. I mean, no, but like the woman will be the love interest, and then I mean that's an extreme example, right? But well, she was already older than he he was at the time. I mean, you know, she was like a and punchline. Yeah, she was a teenage actress. You know. Yeah. She was Gidget and the Flying Nun. Wow. So she had been doing stuff. How do you remember that? Because I used to watch reruns of Gidget and the Flying Nun. We didn't have we didn't have either of those things. What's I mean, Gidget? It's a, basically a story about a young girl from Southern California. Mm-hmm. Her name's like Francis something, but her nickname's Gidget. Mm-hmm. And just it's her it's her adventures and her and her best friend Larue. And it was a series. Yeah, like yeah. full blown like network series. Yeah, in the sixties, like twenty six whatever episodes a year or whatever. It was. Whatever it was. Yeah. How many seasons? Don't know. How can you not know this? Because I only watched reruns for a couple of years. And the Flying Nun, we never had that in New Zealand either. Basically, her as a nun, and she could fly. Weird. Well, yeah, that's why I like that. That's why I like that one song by Larue so much. I don't like any of her other songs, but which song? Bulletproof. You know, this time I'll be bulletproof. Is it? 
Is it about the flying nun? No, no. It's just the singer's name is LaRue. Uh-huh. And LaRue was Gidget's best friend in the in the uh, show, Gidget. Your brain is so weird. Well, I never claimed that my brain wasn't weird. It's too hot. Yeah, Dave and I spend a lot of our time complaining about how freaking hot it's been in California the last, what is it, three weeks, a month? Eh, it's only been a couple of weeks. No, nah, really, it's really? been longer, bro. No, not for me. No, it's only been a couple of weeks. Like, this past week was kind of humid. I didn't like it. I'm, I'm over it already. I never really liked the heat very much, but it's good for my, it's good for my alien. I see bring back the rain and some cooler temperatures. Yeah, but I think that would be very good for my joints, but still, I, I, I want some, I want some, uh, some worrying, especially among the smug people. But then again, there's probably already worrying going on. It probably never goes away. So while we're talking about themes, another thing that we talked about this week, just very quickly, another topic, I guess we're doing the, what is it, shotgun topics? Or highlights, I don't know. I don't know, highlights, is one of the things we always, well, one of the things I always talk about is when I listen to conservative, when I listen to talkback radio, I guess it's conservative radio. I always watch all radios I get, on I get, the AM, on the AM. Yeah, I get worked up, right? Mm-hmm. And then it kind of fucks with my a few hours at least of my day because mm-hmm. I'm like, Ugh, I get in a funk. So, and, and and we were talking about this today earlier at lunch and you were like, oh, well, that's, you know, if everybody is feeling that way, then when, when they're listening to that stuff, then it's, what do you call it? Mass media. Well, that's the idea, but it's, yeah. it's mass media manipulation or whatever you want to call it. But I'm like, what would the advantage be to having everybody be angry I think there is there uh, well I think there's well, a, whipped up I think there's a definite economic advantage that people have probably used psychiatrists and psychologists and stuff to, to well, figure they're out they're gonna go out and buy a book on fucking conservative politics well I don't know but whatever it is that's the way they want people to be one of my friends blames Roger Ailes for a lot of that stuff especially on Fox right the the get the get you angry uh-huh. type uh, type thing remember uh, Bill O'Reilly who would get angry all the time that was his whole thing really yeah he would just lose his rag a lot a lot of times I never watched any of that stuff I mean I never I never watched anything until until like Tucker Carlson and the only reason why I watched Tucker doesn't really get angry though I listen to him because I or if he's know. angry he's not really showing it well he's, he should be angry but I just I just listened to him because I had the um, I had like my, my Microsoft games that I like to play the, the, <laughs> da- the daily challenges and it was just kind of fun to have him on the background he, he left he got canned and I've been trying to listen to all the other stuff you know, what have you on that's out there in the... Is he still doing anything? Yeah, I think he does stuff like... He's probably doing podcasts and stuff, right? Directly on Twitter and stuff. Right. Uh, but funnily enough, none of the junk that was out there was really working for me. Like, none of the Fox lineup ever worked for me. Nah. Um, none of the podcasts are out there, like Dave Rubin. I don't, I don't uh, really like the Fox lineup either. Uh, all the stuff that, that's that's out there, not even Dan Bongino, and... I found I what I found was the audiobooks. So like, you know, just find an audiobook and pop it in and depending on how much how how far behind on the daily challenges I am cuz they they go yeah. for every month. They go for a month. 
Right. If you have a computer and you have like Microsoft Mahjong or the, yeah. the Microsoft Card Suite, then you know these are audible books. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it'd be kind of it'd be kind of cool if I could play the game and read at the same time. Then I'd be a freaking what chameleon with <laughs> eyes going to different places. Now I'm talking about the service Audible. Oh no, no, I just kind of I just kind of tool around looking. You find for the books, looking for them on YouTube or something. Yeah, uh, but I also found that another thing to have in the background where I don't really have to pay attention, and you know, I can just listen to okay voices trying to act through their, you know, trying to emote through their voice. Romance novels. Oh, the audible romance novels. Yeah. So basically, you're you're uh, you're preparing yourself for your uh, career in um, the radio. Uh, okay. I, I, you know, but uh, wouldn't that be nice? Though? It would be. It would be. But to be I'd, paid to just talk about bullshit. But then I'd have to like do all kinds of stuff to make sure that my vocal cords are good, like eat honey and. I don't Suck think there's that much to it, dude. Not scream, keep my throat warm. I think I think the dirty little secret is there's, like, there's not that. To, there's not. I don't, I don't think there's like hard and fast rules. Be like George Costanza with his hands. That was like the one Seinfeld episode that I thought was okay. What? When he became a hand model, or like, mm-hmm. oh my god, these hands—they're <laughs> so delicate and manly at the same time, and it's like walking around with oven mitts on his hands and Jeff. Oh, that's right. Fuck, I forgot that episode. There's so many great Seinfeld episodes. Well, says you, I only like the one. I never. I, I like them all. Dude. I never I like them all. I like every Seinfeld episode. I never liked Seinfeld. I never liked Friends that much. I never liked any of the Thursday Night TV. I like Friends too. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, so I friends, I tell you what. If you're going through like a divorce or a breakup, Friends is the most depressing show in the world to watch because it's all about breakups. Wouldn't any show be kind of depressing when you go if you're going through a divorce or a breakup? I don't know. I just remember I couldn't watch Friends when I was going through my divorce. <laughs> I could watch other stuff, but Friends in particular, oh, okay, couldn't watch it and. I stopped going to sit in supermarkets because they were playing like weepy fucking like breakup songs. Who the hell plays weepy breakup songs at a supermarket? It was at fucking the Ralphs on Lincoln by the 90 Freeway. I stopped going to that place because they were always playing these fucking you songs. You should be playing songs. I was, I was like, <laughs> trying to do my shopping, being like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not coming back to the supermarket. You should be playing some upbeat songs about getting fat. It wasn't, it wasn't upbeat, man. Well, I, if I ran a supermarket, I'd be the music would be upbeat about how it's great to eat, spend money, and get fat. Maybe it was just my state of mind. <laughs> Maybe like everything was depressing. I guess it's possible. So your position has just changed. Dave's like giving me this look of like, ah. No, Dave's not giving you any look at all. He is. Uh, He's like, get hard or go home. No, no, no. I'm not. Uh, I'm not one to look down upon someone's perceived or you know my perception of their physical or emotional toughness divorce sucks well i think it's supposed to suck and i don't know that i'm of two minds on divorce i mean are you mean like whether you should get divorced yeah well probably not i mean i didn't want a divorce there's a part of me that says you need to kind of tough it out I, I wanted to make it work and go to therapy and... Oh, no, 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 I don't mean that. Um, but, but I wanted to make it work and she we, didn't, so... Yeah. Ha- you have to both want to do it. Well... 
make it work, I man. Yeah, but I, 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 what was it? I, I saw something that kind of blamed the, the high divorce rate on no fault divorce. Okay. And yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't. Yeah, in California, if you're married for less than five years and you have like less than, it's some certain monetary figure, no kids, no no property, then it's, you know, anybody can do the paperwork. No, I'm talking about just getting divorced if you want to. Okay. That's no fault divorce. I believe so. So you're saying you should have to... Yeah. Show, show some things? He or she cheated on me. He or she beats me. Right. He or she, like, you know... Is cheating in, as a high enough bar? That would be grounds for divorce? It would in my book. Yeah. The whole purpose of being married is to forsake all others for one. Right. And only one. Yep. So we're in the same we're in the same boat there, bro. So if you haven't forsaken all, so this whole like polyamory bullshit or my you know, uh, open marriage. That's 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 a that's an oxy. You can't that have an, I know you can't have an open marriage again, dude. Preaching to the choir. Like I don't understand people that talk about that. I'm like I'm open like, marriage. That that's marriage? like that's like a fish that can breathe air. I think I, unless you're into well. No, polygamy is not an open marriage. Polygamy is a weird one. It's not an open marriage. Uh, no, it's not. But it's also a weird one. I just don't like the idea of having five wives. Well, I. Well, the whole purpose of polygamy is not. It's 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 for sparse populations that have no strong government. So you can have what giant families? No government means no help. Right. So you need some kind of tie to get help. I can't think of a much better tie <laughs> in in the human experience than family. Yeah. Oddly enough, for the last few decades, maybe maybe hundred or so years, they've been trying to like break those. That's actually it's probably more than a hundred years. All in the interest of what? Just having one thing? All in the interest of, of their Worshipping own, government, worshipping one all, religion. All, all in the interest of of self-aggrandizement and power for, for a very small... For a different small few. Right. And the thing that I don't understand is the p- people who kind of like willingly buy into that. Like, of, of like, you know, for example... Saying, "Oh, I don't need my family. I don't need my friends because I got this this thing over here." I'm like, "Well, no, it's you're it's, not going to be a happy person." It's it's not. I don't need my family. It's I don't. Yeah, it's I. It's not just. It's not that I don't need my family. I don't need my friends. I've got the government. It's I don't need my family. My friends can be my family, and these other people will take care of me if I expect them to. <sighs> Good luck with that. Oh, I don't know. It, it will help. I mean, they will help if you've got something that they want. Yeah, like I'm, I'm not discounting friendship. I think friendship, you can have friendship that's at the level of a family bond, but that's fucking. No, you can't. It's pretty rare. You don't think? You can't have a friend that you hate that will come and pick you up in the middle of the night. Oh, a friend you hate. Your brother might hate you, but if you call if you call him and you need and you and you need him, yeah. If, if your brother might hate you, but if you call him, he'll probably answer the phone. Right. Of course, there are those people that sit there. Well, no, my my mother kicked me, or my my family kicked me out of the house because I'm gay, which 
is possible, mm-hmm. but seems like a lot. Uh, well, I'm well, sure that happens. There's there's plenty of people that would do that. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. If that was the only reason. But for some people who are very into a certain into certain religions or you know into certain cultural things, yeah, okay. So if you're a homosexual, they might they might disown you. Yeah, like completely. Yeah, but up until a couple hundred years ago, I mean, families disown their so you know, Amish people will disown you if you don't join their community. You don't even have to be gay, right? You can be raised Amish after you go through your like period of like of uh, banding about if you don't join the community you're yeah. out yeah you are excommunicated from you the are, community you are the you are the weakest link goodbye yeah and, that's gonna be knowledge well but the Amish people are just as petty and weird and human as everybody else because remember we saw that Amish documentary uh-huh. and there was a guy who wasn't born Amish whose family wanted to kind of get back to nature so they went and lived on the periphery of some Amish people right and so the guy kind of grew up that way and he basically lives like an Amish person but his family was basically laughed at and ostracized by the Amish community because like why would you live like this (laughs) English (laughs) I'm sitting there going what is wrong with you You well yeah if well yeah I don't know how can you tout all this brotherly love and all this other BS and not? But that's the thing, you know. Not walking your talk is pretty, pretty much a one of the one of the rungs to the ladder of success. This universal, which is I don't know what I think about that. What do you mean you don't know what you think about that? Well, I mean, like if everybody isn't walking their talk, then the thing breaks down. So everyone can't do that. There's, a, I believe that there's a certain percentage where people where you can get away with that, and the people that do that. So you have to have a certain percentage working on the farm. No, you have to have a certain percentage walking the talk. One of the one of the wrongs to the ladder of of, of success is to not walk your talk, to talk all you want and do, you know, the other junk. So you uh, leech off of the the other people? Not necessarily leech, but uh, yeah, you take advantage. It's, of the it, other people. it was it was it was kind of like that was the basically the theme of the invention of lying. I don't think I ever saw this. One. We saw it together. Ricky I don't Gervais. Rem- I don't remember it. It was it was the one where everybody told the truth and he could tell a lie. So he was like he went up to that that woman that was in that was the attorney in SVU. Uh huh. And he said, the world is going to end if we don't have sex. And she was like, oh, do we have time to go to, to get a hotel room then? <laughs> I mean, he, he was basically describing a society where everyone, mm. no one lied. And it was a humdrum society. Yeah. But, you know, it was a bit of a, it was, you know, it was a bit of commentary on, on, on life. But he, he kind of, he... I think I think Ricky Gervais and most people have figured out that the way to quote unquote success success in any society is to be the one that doesn't follow the rules. There's only there can only there's there's a certain percentage of people that can do that 
and, and, and the society will keep on going. Mm-hmm. You cross that line, then that society will collapse. So where do you think the United States is at? The United States, well, it's, it's always on the precipice of stuff. I mean, right now, the United States is into all kinds of weird bullshit that's dumb. Mm-hmm. But the United States has been into all <laughs> kinds of weird bullshit that's dumb for almost its entire Is it really? Is the United States called the Great Experiment? I don't know. Someone was talking about that today, and I'm like, I've heard that, like, used before. Well, well, I guess it's the experiment of the Constitution and, you know. Everybody has a Constitution. Right. Well, not every country has it. Well, yeah, but it's not, it's not enshrined. The paper? The, I don't think everybody does have a Constitution, Dave. China has one. So you used to have one. Well, what's the difference then? Huh? What's the difference? Well, it used to be the United States. You can't, you, they didn't want you to be able to change it willy-nilly. Mm-hmm. But you know there 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 are elements trying to do weird shit. They always are. I mean, I think a lot of the amendments should have just been, should be dialed back. Mm. Well, so you don't even like the amendments. Well, the Thirteenth Amendment makes sense. Uh, whatever amendment it was that had prohibition, then later on they oh yeah they got rid of prohibition. The but it's awfully hard to change the Constitution. So hard to change that even though. A certain amendment has failed. <laughs> there are people sitting there going, "Well, we're going to sign on to it now," like, but it failed forty years ago. You can't just like sign on to it, like, "Okay, now we got we got the states, we got seventy five percent of the states ratifying, so that's an amendment." No, it failed forty years ago. You got to start over. You got to do it again. And the fact, and 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 to do it again is bullshit too there's a lot there's a lot of bs stuff going on and i don't know i don't know if people are always as stupid as they seem to be or if we've indeed got dumber and yes if you can't read and write cursive you're a dumbass just just like just like someone would think that i'm a dumbass because i don't i don't know how to use all the apps yeah well apps fuck apps um I think, I think, I think, yeah, what was that? I think we pretty much run our course, really. Yeah, and uh, it's some, well, well, that was like a lot of different topics. So maybe we'll pick out one or two of them next week. Yeah, so keep listening, like, subscribe, share, uh, share, start donating money if you want. Give us a reason to sell out or opportunity. And uh, to be like Snoop Dogg. You can find us on Instagram, Lowfake Podcast, uh, if you want to. You've already found us, but uh, if you want to find us in other places where you listen, just Google Low Fact Podcast. Low Fact Podcast, three separate words. We'll show up and... Uh, we'll show up. If you go to our Instagram page, you can comment on some of the stuff I post. We'll be like the genie in, in the magic lamp. You just, you just... What's up? <sighs> All right. All right. Take it easy.